They don't want to see an ad pop up within the first five minutes where you're getting into the juice of the information and you're getting into the episode. It's so annoying. Don't do that to your audience, especially as a business owner. Talk instead about your services throughout your show. Give them a feel of what it is to work with you. Whenever I mention, this is how many clients we work with. These are the stories of working with them. These are the things that I'm seeing. I am sharing my experiences as a business owner. I'm sharing how we work with our clients. I'm sharing why we work with our clients in a certain way. And that then lends itself to us getting clients from the show. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Lead, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. This episode is going to be a little different because I do not have an outline. I usually have an outline of exactly what I want to touch on and exactly what I want to talk about, but I kind of want to feel into this episode, so bear with me if I go around in some circles here, because that's just how my brain works. I want to talk to you today about creating a quality podcast. There are a few different parts of this that we're going to touch on. We're going to talk about audio, we're going to talk about content, And we're going to talk a little bit about monetization and ads. So the first being audio, how to create a quality podcast experience for your listeners via your audio. I recently tried to listen to some new podcasts. I have to tell you, it was painful, so painful. It could be that I have ruined myself for podcasts because at Galati Media, we focus so heavily on creating quality audio and like making sure that our client's audio is top notch. We listen to every word. We go above and beyond to ensure that the audio that we are producing and putting out into the world and kind of slapping our sticker on is going to be quality audio that people are not going to be turned off by that audio. So let's talk how to create quality audio for your audience. Here are some things that I noticed as I was trying. I tried so hard (laughs) to listen to some new podcasts. I noticed that there was little to no editing. This typically doesn't bother me, But when it comes to the point where the host is distractedly saying, um, so many times or distractedly repeating themselves, saying things like like, saying things like right or and so (laughs) those are ones where it feels that they could have done better. They could have taken some time to think about what they were going to say before they actually said it, maybe put in some effort into the editing, 
And it's not that you have to go in and create this piece of art, right? Like we are not the Van Goghs of audio. If you're a solopreneur or a solo podcaster, an indie podcaster, you might not have the budget to have someone come in and edit your podcast for you. Or you might not have the time to go in and edit your own podcast. But this is what I want to say to that. If your goal is to get clients from your podcast, then audio should be a priority. The audio quality should be a priority. So how can you fix this on the front end? Because I understand you might not have time, you might not have capacity to outsource this editing. So let's talk front end helping strategies. Things that you can do and implement right now to ensure that your audio is better. Number one, get a good quality microphone. A lot of people rant and rave about the Yeti. I actually don't like it. I think it picks up way too much. I have one client that uses it and you can literally hear the birds in the background. So that's the first thing. Get a quality microphone. I have the Samson. I like it. I also try not to record when anyone else is home. And so that way I don't have the background noise of my kids, my husband, hopefully not cars passing by. Like I have window curtains that are those ones that stop light from coming into your room. Those help because they also help to block out some of the sound and like the street sounds. That's a great way to keep that sound from coming in. If you have a lot of flat surfaces where you're recording, cover those with a blanket or you can get a cover for your microphone. Like There are so many different things that you can do to ensure that you are creating quality audio. So we got microphone covering those surfaces that are flat and the sound is going to bounce off of, making sure you're recording when your house is quiet making sure that you have a pop filter on your microphone or in front of your microphone. So that way, when you are saying your P's and your S's and those plosives, then it helps to minimize that sound. There are also some really great audio tools. They are on the more expensive side. I recently dropped about $2,000 on a few versions of this audio repair software called Isotope. They just came out with nine and it is absolute magic and gold. But I wouldn't recommend that for someone who is DIYing their podcast or anything like that. It makes sense for me because we're producing 18 plus podcasts every week. It just makes a lot of sense for us. So that's why I bought it. Another thing that you can do you can have a glass of water or a water bottle by you with water in it. As much as I love wine, I don't recommend drinking wine while you're recording your podcast. Your mouth's going to get dry and then you're going to hear those saliva clicks in your words as you are trying to speak. The normal person might not hear them, but for someone who is listening to audio on a very regular basis, as well as listens to a ton of podcasts, at least I used to back when I wasn't producing podcasts, I listened to a lot more. 
I listened to about eight hours of podcasting a day, including my drive to and from work. So I've listened to a lot. I absolutely love podcasts. So there's a lot of different things that I have seen. And from producing them, I can see that even more so now than I used to. If you are limited on time and you know that you want to go in and edit your podcast for those solo episodes or even for those episodes where you have a guest on, one thing that I did when I was producing my own podcast and working full time and growing my business and like doing all these different things, I would wait five seconds of silence and I could very easily see that within my audio. So I knew, hey, that's where I wanted to take something out. So as I was speaking and as I was saying the things that I wanted to say, if I messed up, it was very easy to go in and say, oh, there it is. Another thing that some people do is they will clap. The problem, though, (laughs) with the clapping and with the pause is that you have to remember to go in and do it. I remember listening to a podcast by someone that I used to listen to and absolutely loved her show. And I actually think this might have been the last episode of hers that I listened to. I was listening to the episode and she clapped at least four times in the episode randomly and started over what she was trying to say. So it was very clear to me knowing podcasting, knowing podcast editing, that someone did not go in and edit that episode. And it got uploaded without having gone through that editing process. Another time I listened to a podcast right after her ad, which was in the beginning of her show, which we'll talk about and my feelings for that. There was about three minutes of silence. Like her editor just did not move the audio to line up with where it needed to be. Both of these people, I sent them DMs because they're friends of mine and I've known them for years. I told them, hey, (laughs) this is going on with your podcast. Just a heads up. Because if it was me, I would want someone to tell me. So those are some ways that you can fix your audio, ensure that you are creating good quality audio content for your audience and ensure that what you're trying to say is going to land on ears and not get turned off right away. Next, going into the content, how to ensure that you are creating content that is going to engage your audience and pull them in and draw them in and keep them listening. For this, I want you to make your content buckets. And we've talked about this several times in the past, But if you're new here, first of all, hello. Nice to meet you. I was going to say see you, but that's not right. Nice to meet you. Come hit me up on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening. When I talk about content buckets, I usually give the analogy of when you're at the splash pad or at a splash park or a water park or whatever. And I have two little boys. We usually go to the splash pad. There's one near our house and there's one in a few towns over that we like to go to. So there's this big bucket that usually is the focal point of this park. It usually flips over and the water funnels into different buckets. Those buckets flip over. 
That big bucket, I like to say, is your brilliant ideas, the things that you want to share with your audience, all of those really great ideas and content that you want to share. Those smaller buckets or funnels or whatever are going to be what you need to use to filter out the things that aren't relevant to that particular audience or to that particular medium. So the content buckets for this podcast are launching a podcast, podcast content, podcast marketing, podcast monetization, and then sometimes a little bit of mindset. Those are the content buckets because that is the focus of this show. It's really irrelevant if I start bringing in things that don't pertain to podcasters. So if I bring in someone who wants to talk about grooming your dog, I'm a dog mom. I like dogs. Great. Let's talk about grooming our dog. My podcast isn't really the place to do that unless maybe I'm talking to a dog groomer who has a podcast, who shares relevant information with her audience, and then gets clients from her show. That would be pertinent to my show. That would make sense to have on my podcast, but just to say, hey, I want to know how to groom my dog better. How do you recommend I do that? This isn't the place for that. So my brilliant ideas, all of these things that I want to talk about have to be filtered through these content buckets. What are your content buckets? Write them down, make a list, keep it at three to five things that you are going to focus on for your podcast. Don't deviate from this, please. A friend of mine recently reached out and she said that she listened to a podcast that she's been listening to for a while and it was all about entrepreneurship, but this person had someone on that was not talking about entrepreneurship and it was so left field and it was very clear to her that this person only wanted to have a conversation with the guest. That was the sole purpose of the podcast episode. It was not to create great content for her audience. It was not to inspire, motivate, or educate her audience. It was simply because the host wanted to be within the friend circle of the guest. That is not what your podcast is for. Your podcast is to inspire, educate, and give relevant information to your audience. When you do things like that, your audience quickly turns off and they say, I don't know if I want to listen anymore. So at that point, you have lost a loyal listener. You've lost a raving fan and that is not at all what I want to see happen to you. So make sure that the content you're creating and those content buckets that you're coming up with are going to be relevant to your audience and who your podcast is for. Moving on to monetization and ads. I'm not going to go too in depth about this. You can always go back to episode five, which is six mistakes podcasters make that is costing them leads. Episode nine, which is podcast stats, what they mean and how to measure success. And then episode 11, which is how to use dynamic content to make money with your podcast. 
Those three episodes really will help you get clear on your podcast stats, understanding what success looks like to you, mistakes that podcasters are making that's costing them leads, and then using that dynamic content through Buzzsprout, love them, shout them out to the rooftops, (laughs) to make money with your podcast. So that's where you can go for some monetization strategies and some ideas on that. But what I want to talk about here is to the point of creating a quality podcast, we're going to talk about ads and where you place them. (laughs) I see people do this wrong so much. I don't want you to make those mistakes, especially as a business owner who has a podcast and maybe doesn't listen to business podcasts. Maybe you're listening to Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert, or you're listening to Tim Ferriss, or you're listening to different podcasts like that, or the Joe Rogan Show. We don't need to be like them. You are not a celebrity. This means that you don't have to do things like them. Just because Joe Rogan has his podcasts on YouTube doesn't mean that you have to also. There's also strategy to that. We'll talk about that another day. Where you place your ad is really important to the quality of your podcast. A lot of people put the ad right in the front and they think, this is great. I'm going to catch the audience as soon as they start listening. The problem with that is that you aren't giving your audience that first five minutes to really get into the episode. In this day and age, most people are paying a little extra to not have ads in their streaming services. They don't want to see an ad pop up right at the beginning of a show. They don't want to see an ad pop up within the first five minutes where you're getting into the juice of the information and you're getting into the episode. It's so annoying. Don't do that to your audience, especially as a business owner. Talk instead about your services throughout your show. Give them a feel of what it is to work with you. And I think I do this all right. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I do it pretty well. But (laughs) whenever I mention this is how many clients we work with, these are the stories of working with them. These are the things that I'm seeing. I am sharing my experiences as a business owner. I'm sharing how we work with our clients. I'm sharing why we work with our clients in a certain way. And that then lends itself to us getting clients from the show because people see, oh, you know what you're talking about. I want to work with you. And that's great. That is one way that you can talk about your services without it feeling like you're creating an ad. You can also do a mid-roll. And I think that this strategy works really well. I actually don't recommend putting music before it or after it and kind of sneaking it in there. In a fun, obviously, you're not trying to trick your audience, but kind of tricking them a little bit to stay listening because they're already hearing your voice and then they continue to hear your voice. So I actually don't recommend putting audio behind that because then it distracts from the content that they're trying to listen to and they don't really know when it ends because they can't skip through or they might not want to skip through because they might miss a certain part of the episode or the rest of that conversation that you and your guests were in the middle of. Where I love, love, love to put ads is at the end. So this is going to be right before your outro. You've given great, valuable content to your audience, and most likely they're going to binge your show. They listen through to the end, and then they go on to the next episode. This allows them to then hear your ad. They hear what you had to say. They're thinking, oh my gosh, this is incredible. This is great. 
and then they realize that they want to work with you or they want to buy that thing that you have to offer. For your outro, I recommend using that dynamic content. So make sure you go back and listen to that episode. That was episode 11 to ensure that you are using your podcast, using your content to the best of your abilities. If you want to join Buzzsprout, there's going to be a link in the show notes that'll help you do that. And if you have any questions about creating a quality podcast, whether that's through creating quality audio, creating quality content, or making sure that your ads are in the right space, in the right spot, then come hang out with me on Instagram. I love to be there. I love stories. I love reels. I love all of those things. We also have a private Facebook community for podcasters. In that community, you can ask questions, you can pitch yourself to be on other shows or ask for guests to be on your show. I think it's a great community. I love hanging out in there as well. Remember, you don't have to do all of this today. You don't have to change all of these things about your show today. Start with one. Maybe you start with the audio quality. Maybe you look around the room where you're recording and you see where you can start implementing some good ideas and strategies to ensure that you are creating quality audio for your audience. Then once you've got that nailed down, you feel good about it, you can move on to the next one. Content, your ads, where are you placing them? What kind of content you're creating for your audience and ensuring that it is good quality audio good quality content, and you're placing your ads in the right spot so that your listeners aren't turned off by your show and they want to keep listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.